Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. A week after that disastrous Senate committee hearing where Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick said that there was no credible evidence whatsoever of an extraterrestrial presence or that extraterrestrial are behind some UAP, uh, it seems that the people in the UFO community, the people that are pushing for UFO disclosure, have struck back. And uh, it's very good to see that after last week's disaster uh, because last week I was very upset as were many people in the UFO community. And uh, this week, some people started talking about it. And we're going to start off with a couple of short clips. Here is uh, a very quick clip of something that was said by Jeremy Corbell and then uh, George Knapp during their show, their podcast, Weaponized, uh, where, where they addressed it. And so here we go with that. So there's been a lot of things that have, you know, kind of gone out since Dr. Kirkpatrick has kind of testified in front of people. You know, he did say a bunch of really interesting stuff. The one that kind of looms is he says, we have no evidence that this is extraterrestrial or from off-world vehicles. I mean, he really chose his words to try to really put everybody down, you know, at, kind of at ease, saying, we have no evidence this is extraterrestrial. I've heard a lot of people say, that's it, case closed, the UFO discussion is over. Right. That's ridiculous. So there, there's a couple of things I take from that. One is, well do you have evidence that it's not? And, and so, so what is, you know, that, that's kind of the thing a lot of people have been saying is to say something is unresolved and to keep the doors open to studying what it is, it was interesting he chose those words. What do you make of that when he says we have no evidence that it's extraterrestrial? I was surprised that he went as far as he did because we happen to know some of what he has been told behind closed doors. He acknowledges there have been 24 different witnesses, whistleblowers, that's that's the, I'm using air quotes on that, whistleblowers who've come forward and have met with him and his office and have given testimony. We'll get into the specifics of what some of those people have told him, but I was surprised that he considers none of that to be evidence. Either A, he doesn't consider their testimony to be evidence, B, he doesn't consider it to be credible testimony, or C, his office has not evaluated it yet. I mean, are you in the same spot? Well, I don't think that he has the right authorities yet to properly investigate what has been shared with him. And as you've mentioned, so we are in contact with numerous individuals that have provided testimony to Arrow. And I wonder if they have been told, if Arrow, Dr. Kirkpatrick, has been told there are legacy UFO programs to study hardware. If this is true, and, and he's been told where he could find some of this hardware, what the classified program names have been, if that has been corroborated and verified by other, you know, air quotes, whistleblowers, other people that have talked about it. If that's true, maybe he doesn't have the authority yet to completely knock on those doors and find out, is it true what these people are telling him? You and I both know he has heard what I would consider extremely, not only compelling, but testimony that can be tracked down and verified, specific program names for legacy UFO programs and holding facilities for that hardware. If that is true, which I am damn confident it is, how did that not play in? Okay, uh, and then not only that, uh, James Fox, the movie producer who makes a lot of documentaries, including The Phenomenon that was released in 2020, uh, and other documentaries, including last year's uh, moment of contact about the Virginia case, uh, 
uh, he he was on Joe Rogan's show this week, and he said something about uh, the things that uh, happened at that hearing last week. Uh, so let's roll that tape. I got introduced some intelligence folks on the inside, and they wanted me to read this to your audience. Okay. Okay. And this is about evidence. Okay. So, and this was in pretty much a reaction to the latest hearing that happened with Gillibrand just a couple of days ago or last week. I will remain anonymous, but I've been monitoring the UFO, and I met this guy, I know this guy, this guy's legit. The UFO, UAP activity, and the authorities' response to them. I can assure you there's a lot more evidence behind the curtain that hasn't been released. First, our military are and have been seeing remarkable things in the sky, in the oceans, and on the land for years. Of those reported, where does all this information get stored? Authorities would have you believe that this data is destroyed, but unique data is stored somewhere to be reviewed later. And as someone that has seen the classified holdings, I am very disappointed in the fact that Dr. Kirkpatrick showed some of the most mundane videos to the public. I do understand that there are security factors to be considered, so I'm hoping that Senator Gillibrand saw something much more interesting in her closed-door hearing with Kirkpatrick. And why did only two senators show up for the hearing? Have they lost faith in Kirkpatrick already? I applaud Senator Gillibrand's efforts to find the truth, but I am more sure than ever that Kirkpatrick is not the one. Mm, interesting. So uh, he's withholding some information. Yeah, these people went on camera for me. It's going to be released when mm. the time is right. But I've got, yeah. Again, it's one of those things conveniently, like Lucy pulling the ball away from Charlie Brown. I, it's right when you get so, close. It's so frustrating. I can only imagine. So there you have it. Uh, but I thought that that was all great stuff. They're, they're basically we're, we're there's people in the in the in, that are fighting back, and it's great to see that kind of activity. Uh, and but even more stunning was an article that was released uh, this week on Wednesday uh, from the uh, Daily Mail from the UK. And well, as we know, before we even get into get into this, apparently there were at least uh, somewhere around 24 whistleblowers that have stepped forward that have been meeting with the uh, United States officials behind the scenes. Well, this article talks about six whistle six whistleblowers who uh, claim they have worked on military UFO programs. So I want to go through this article uh, and talk about it as we go through it. Anyway, the, the headline from this article was exclusive. Six whistleblowers who claim they worked on military UFO programs, retrieving and analyzing crash material, have come forward to spill their secrets to senior members of Congress. Now, just I'm going to stop there, even with the headline. I mean, you, you would think that if that if they're t telling this to senior members of Congress, I'm assuming that some of these people are like Kirsten Gillibrand. And, uh, they're telling these people. And actually, last week, if you go by the hearing last week, uh, that, that committee was headed by Kirsten Gillibrand. There was no discussion whatsoever of what these whistleblowers said. And uh, Kirkpatrick said he didn't. He seemed like he didn't want to meet with. Uh, he thought Arrow shouldn't even be meeting with all these people. But apparently these people here, according to this article, have worked on uh, programs where they're trying to reverse engineer technology that's that <laughs> it, that hails from someplace else, not Earth, non-human uh, technology. So anyway, let's go through this article. It says here, senior members of Congress have spoken to as many as six whistleblowers who claim they worked on Roswell-style UFO crash retrieval and reverse engineering programs, according to a top attorney, a leading Stanford scientist, and ex-UFO program officials. For decades, it has been the subject of spooky TV shows and sci-fi novels. 
the theory that the government has alien spacecraft in a bunker somewhere and has been trying to dis dissemble and understand their technology. But things got a lot more real after Congress passed a law last year creating whistleblower protections for anyone who has worked in such mind-boggling secret programs, suggesting they may be more than just fiction. Now let me just stop there for a second. This, this, that these were the subject of spooky TV shows and sci-fi novels. Okay, yeah, that's true. They were the subject of those kind of shows. But the reason those shows were created in the first place is because there was a whole bunch of books that were coming out over the decades that were describing these secret programs. If it wasn't for the uh, work of a lot of UFO researchers digging into the real, the reality of this situation, those TV shows never would have existed. Those TV shows were inspired by the research that was conducted by actual UFO researchers trying to uncover what the government has been kept keeping secret for all these decades. But anyway, I digress. Let's uh, continue here. It says the 2023 National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA, signed into law by President Joe Biden in December, included an amendment requiring the Pentagon to give high-ranking senators classified reports on any previously undisclosed programs relating to unidentified anomalous phenomena, including with respect to material retrieval, material analysis, reverse engineering. In an exclusive interview with DailyMail.com, Daniel Sheehan said he is in contact with at least six former government officials or military contractors who say they worked on such a program. Now, again, like uh, we're talking about now, apparently these six people, uh, Kirkpatrick is aware of these six people. So is he saying that the that the evidence that these people presented offers no credible evidence of uh, extraterrestrial spacecraft here on Earth? Is that what is that? I mean, to me, that's that that would be lying. Right. Wouldn't it? Uh, anyway, continuing with this article. Uh, Sheehan represents Lou Elizondo, who ran a previous incarnation of the UFO office called ATIP until 2017. The attorney is also launching a watchdog charity pushing for greater government transparency on UFOs. Let me just stop here for one second. By the way, Lou Elizondo had tweeted out just today that, uh, he, that he's been contacted by Arrow, so apparently he's one of these whistleblowers too. But anyway, continuing, Sheehan said that some of these half-dozen whistleblowers briefed the staff of Senate committees dealing with military intelligence even before the NDAA passed and may have, been, may have even been the inspiration for senators to include the reverse engineering language. Uh, and here's a direct quote from Sheehan. He says, there are a half a dozen of them that have already gone and talked to them. The Senate staff people are reaching out to some others. Sheehan says witnesses who allegedly know about Roswell-style programs, including a former Defense Intelligence Agency director, have been referred for interviews with the Pentagon's UFO office, the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, or ARO. Let me just stop there for a second. Now, if you remember last week, uh, Kirkpatrick was was trying to tell Congress to stop, you know, maybe there's maybe too many whistleblowers coming forward. I mean, if, I guess that doesn't really make sense, right? I mean, if you want to get to the bottom of this mystery and uh, try to finally pry... Uh, pry open the the secrecy lid that's been you know covered that's been covering this whole thing up for all these decades you think you want to talk to as many people as you can right i guess he doesn't i don't even continuing uh a top stanford scientist says he is also in touch with whistleblowers Immun immunologist and nobel prize nominee dr gary nolan was commissioned by the cia to investigate cases of the mysterious havana syndrome inflicting embassy officials worldwide and has conducted experiments analyzing material allegedly jettisoned in ufo flyovers he claims to be in contact with several former staffers of extraordinary ufo reverse engineering programs 
Uh, here's what he says. He says, I have good reason to trust a number of individuals who are actually part of the reverse engineering or very close to the reverse engineering programs or who have testified to the fact recently, he said in a podcast interview earlier this year. When you testify, you're under oath. So these people are putting their careers at risk for breaking one oath of secrecy and taking another. So there you go. I mean, these people are talking, telling these Congress people under oath. So they're telling, I mean, you can't lie under oath, right? If you lie under oath, you can go to jail. Anyway, continuing here. So I mean, I guess, again, my problem with all of this is if Kirkpatrick is saying there's no credible evidence, these people are testifying under oath to these things. Anyway, continuing, he says, Arrow Director Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick may have hinted that his office has indeed interviewed whistleblowers in testimony to Senator Chris Kirsten Gillibrand at a Senate Armed Services Committee hearing on Wednesday. Con that was last Wednesday. Congress has mandated that your office establish a discoverable and ac accessible electronic method for potential witnesses of UAP incidents and potential participants in government UAP-related activities to contact your office to tell their stories, Gillibrand said to Kirkpatrick. Congress also set up a process whereby people who are subject to non-disclosure agreements, preventing them from disclosing what they may have witnessed or participated in, could tell you what they know without risk of retribution from the violation of the from the violation of their NDAs. When do you expect that you will establish a public-facing, discoverable access portal for people to use the contact to contact your office as the law requires? And Kirkpatrick replied, thank you all very much for referring the witnesses that you have thus far to us. I appreciate that. We've brought in nearly two dozen so far. He added that an online portal for witnesses had been submitted for approval. And then he goes, uh, Kirkpatrick, a veteran intelligence officer and physicist, told senators his office will follow scientific evidence wherever it leads, but said that Arrow has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology, or objects that defy the known laws of physics. Now that right there that there's no objects that defy the known laws of physics, that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, they all, there's most certainly that they have uh, certain... Arrow has to have access to certain video that shows that these objects defy physics, the known laws of physics. There's most certainly our government has in its possession proof that shows that these objects defy the known laws of physics. Anyway, continuing here, it says another Nobel Prize nominee and CIA scientist, Dr. Hal Puthoff, who worked in the government's 2008-2012 UFO program called OSAP, told DailyMail.com that he had briefed Congress on classified information about reverse engineering programs and knew of whistleblowers who had worked in the alleged programs. I don't consider myself secretly coming out of the shadows the way whistleblowers may, he said. I, just, I can just speak to what I learned in congressional-supported programs that they paid for. We were specifically tasked with collecting whatever evidence we could collect from military individuals and contractors as to the reality of what evidence there is. Puthoff said he knew some military contractors or officials who worked on reverse engineering programs who are now coming forward to Arrow after the new whistleblower protection, protection was added to the NDAA. And here's another uh, direct quote from him. He says, uh, the ones I know of felt it was their responsibility to tell what they knew and they were not re reticent. Certain people in that category would fall into the whistleblower blower regime. I can't comment in detail, the former CIA laser scientist added. A Defense Department spokeswoman told DailyMail.com that they have not yet found any UFO programs that were improperly kept from Congress, but that they haven't finished their search. In addition to Arrow's principal mission to address current operations regarding UAP, Arrow is also conducting a historical review of the United States 
U.S. government's identification and resolution of UAP activities, including speaking to witnesses for authorized disclosures as prescribed, prescribed by law, DOD spokeswoman Sue, Sue Go said. While, while, they have been near, while there have been nearly two dozen people that Arrow has interviewed confidently and securely, Arrow has not finished the data collection nor its analysis. We will not comment on our findings prior to reporting them to Congress. As prescribed by law, Arrow has 72 hours to report to Congress any program discovered that has not been properly reported to Congress for appropriate oversight. None have been found so far. Well, none have been found so far because it's buried in, in a secret control group that's been sitting on this information for decades. Again, I talk about this stupid game that we're playing. Uh, the people that should be getting uh, brought before Congress are the people who are controlling the secret control group, the people behind the scenes, the people behind the curtain. That's who needs to be brought forward. Okay, and then it continues here. It says, Documentarian James Fox told the Amazing People podcast on April 4th, 2023, that he had just interviewed at least four whistleblowers who had testified to Kirkpatrick with evidence of UFO crash retrieval programs. There are elected officials that are right now coming to the realization that these programs exist, that we probably do have recovered debris, Fox says. They're hearing testimony from this whistleblower protection that's recently been signed into law. I met with intelligence folks that had just met with Kirkpatrick and met with Senate Intel. They couldn't share every single detail with me because it was classified, but they did with them. Some of them were retired. A lot of them were still employed. What they're basically saying is these reverse engineering programs exist, he added. And then he goes on to say, I have, on, I have this on camera. Don't take it from me. Don't take my testimony. But I'm here to tell you, this is the name of the program. This is the location of the program. These are the names of the people involved in the program. And if you give me the security clearance, I'll walk you into the labs. So basically, if you have the right clearances, you could be walked into the labs where they're working on this uh, alien technology, trying to reverse engineer it, according to Fox. That's happening right now in Washington, D.C. I've seen the photographs of these guys' credentials, more than three, and they're telling me about their friends who are also testifying. The question is, Kirkpatrick, who, who, who's he going to share it with? Fox told DailyMail.com that his sources did not give him classified information, as even with the new whistleblower protections, that they can only disclose restricted information to Arrow, not, not go public. Amid the claims of Roswell-style crash retrieval programs, on Friday, U.S. intelligence leaders held an unprecedented briefing at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio, a site with deep historic and rumored links to UFOs. Reports after the notorious alleged 1947 flying saucer crash in Roswell claimed that the supposed wreckage was taken to Wright-Patterson, leading UFO researchers to dub the base the real Area 51. <sighs> Wright-Patterson, which now houses the National Space Intelligence Center, NCIC, and National Air and Space Intelligence Center, NASIC, was also the headquarters of two previous government UFO programs in the 1940s through the 70s, Project Sign and Project Blue Book. Uh, actually, well, let me go through. I don't think I'm going to go through the rest of this article. I don't think there's really much more to say here. I, I think it's pretty clear. Um, basically, what's going on here is that they're... Uh, I mean, there's a lot more to this article, and I, and I suggest you check it out. But I guess the bottom line is, is that there are, uh, what I want to talk about here is the fact that there are people behind the scenes, whistleblowers that are testifying to Congress, uh, and this is nice to know, and some of them are telling them, six of them at least, are, t are telling people behind the scenes that they are reverse engineering extraterrestrial technology. That's what's been going on. Uh, but anyway, we're going to take a quick break because there's a lot more to talk about here. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Okay, we are back. Uh, of course, uh, with with regarding uh, this big news that, that come out this week, that there are whistleblowers telling Congress that there are reverse engineering programs going on behind the scenes that are looking at, they're trying to reverse engineer extraterrestrial technology, non-human intelligence technology behind the scenes, right? Of course, the debunkers, I mean, they got to calm down the, 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 the cult that's following them. Of course, the biggest debunker of our age, Mick West, had to chime in, of course, on... Uh, on Twitter about this when this news came out. I mean, oh my God, because you know, there's a whole bunch of people who are flocking to Mick West who want this not to be true. Please, Mick, please tell us it's not true, Mick. Please tell us there's no such thing as extraterrestrials. All these people out there that are saying it's, it is, it, they're just lying, right? It's, it's only birds and, 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 and just, you know, uh, natural phenomena, right? That, that's all it is, isn't it, Mick? Please tell us. Please tell us. Tell us some more lies, Mick. So that's what's going on with that. Of course, he tweeted out uh, regarding this article. He wrote uh, yesterday's there. Of course, reverse engineering programs exist. NASIC, which uh, of course uh, NASIC stands for the National Air and Space Intel Center. He's our NASIC uh, predecessor was doing analysis of crash sites back in the 1940s. In 1944, they rebuilt the V1 engine from a crashed one. Such work continues today. Sometimes the human aircraft are referred to as UFOs. So Mick West is trying to argue that what they're really reverse engineering behind the scenes uh, behind the scenes is recovered human-made craft from other places. That's what he's trying to say. To, oh, that's all it is. That's uh, oh the reverse engineering program. Oh, that's just uh, that's just uh, human technology they're looking at. Don't worry about it. nothing to see here. It's just uh, again, it's just birds, natural phenomena. You know, planes, misidentifications. People were drunk when they saw it. You know, traveling puppeteer show was showed up in Ariel School back in 1994. That's the kids didn't see aliens. That's what Mick West is doing, because he has to calm down the cult that's following him, that, that lives and dies on every word, that every tweet that he tweets. I mean, oh my God, they need to have this. And then, of course, uh, there's Stephen Greenstreet, the New York Post writer, uh, who's, who's uh, quickly becoming the, uh, I, would, I would call him the, uh, the uh, what do you call him, the... Fredo Corleone of the debunker world at this point. I mean, this guy and, and Susan Goh's uh, puppet, you know, A and B. So basically, Stephen Greenstreet, you know, uh, who's who's been who hates Lou Elizondo and all these people that are trying to push for disclosure for whatever reason, right? And 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 whatever Susan Goh says is gold to Stephen Greenstreet, the Fredo Corleone of uh, the UFO debunker field, you know. You remember, you remember Fredo in The Godfather Part 2? I'm smart, not dumb like people say. Well, of course, he had a chime in yesterday when that article came out from the UK, uh, UK's Daily Mail. He's there. It's the same. He's talking about the people that are mentioned in this article, the people that provide a commentary. It's the same activists who have been duping and deceiving Congress for years, decades, regarding all this UFO nonsense. And the media, as seen here, falls for it every time. My New York Post report debunking this insanity. Then he provides a link to a New York Post article uh, from March where he tried to debunk all of this. And basically, I'll tell you what. 
I read that article. I went through that article, right? But the way it it my my brain uh, translated it, 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 I didn't I didn't see the actual words that he was writing. The way my here's how my brain translated it, Stephen Greenstreet's article. <laughs> Well, Zardo's a liar. Everyone look at me. I'm smart, not dumb like people say. <laughs> That's how it was translated. That's how my brain translated the article. You can check it out for yourself and see if the same phenomenon doesn't happen to you. But this guy, for whatever reason, I think you know he's become uh, a puppet for for the Pentagon for Susan Gull, and uh, it's really embarrassing. It's really, really, truly, absolutely purely embarrassing but anyway uh of course the debunker reaction is that's totally expected right i mean <laughs> what else do you expect you know uh again the fredo corleone of the ufo debunker field stephen greenstreet you know i'm smart not them not like people say but anyway uh yeah i what here what well, the bottom line is this okay we're still getting, we're, we're, there's whistleblowers stepping up. I guess the whole issue now comes to this, right? Are we are we going to be able to pry open the lid of the of the control group? I mean, because that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter. You have whistleblowers telling Congress, hey, there, these, there, these programs exist. There's reverse engineering going on behind the scenes. There's no question about it, right? No question, right? So if you want to, I mean, but you need to have the right credentials to get into these labs where they're doing it. Right, and and then you'll know. But how do you get those credentials? How do you get into these places? I mean, it's been covered up for decades after decades. I mean, you saw what happened to Admiral uh, Thomas Wilson back in 2002 when he tried to, get, or he, well, he told Eric Davis back in 2002 that he tried to get into this program and he he was told he cannot. Right, this guy turned out to be, he's an admiral in the navy, and he couldn't get he couldn't bust in. So how how do we get into this program? I don't know. There is most certainly a secret control group and there are whistleblowers stepping forward talking to uh, officials behind the scenes about this right now. I wish they would be talking publicly about it because that way, at least if their people are talking publicly about it, then you would have more outrage. Outrage at this cover-up. You know, because a lot of people over these decades, I mean, you look at all these dum-dums that are following people like Mick West that really think that he's telling them the truth. I, I know that he's lying. I know that Stephen Greenstreet's lying. They don't know what they're, these guys don't know what they're talking about. I saw one of these craft up close myself in 1994 along with somebody else during a fishing trip. It's real. I saw one of these beings in 1977. Up, it came into my bedroom. It shut everybody else down in the family. It's real, man. These people don't know what they're talking about. And the government's covering it up all these years. It's tiring. It's tiring. It's tiring. And, and you know, I, I, I feel good about this week. I feel this is okay. Something happened. It wasn't like any, no one, people in the UFO community are, uh, who I like to refer to as our ambassadors. The people like Jeremy Corbell, James Fox, George Knapp, Lou Elizondo. They're not sitting on their laurels. They're fighting back. And you see, you see how the debunkers respond. I mean, that's disingenuous for what Mick West is saying there. Oh, there's a, they're reverse engineering V2 rockets. Come on, Mick. What are you talking about? You know what they're talking about in that article. What do you saw? That, he thinks that people are so stupid that follow him that they don't believe it. And you know what? Some of them probably will. We need to get over this hump already, folks. This is absolutely absurd. Absurd. But I'm really happy because this week... 
the our ambassadors struck back. There was that good article that we got out of the UK Daily Mail that you know you had the comments from from people like Corbell, Knapp, Fox, Elizondo commenting on Twitter, saying, "Hey, yo, yeah, there's stuff going on behind the scenes. There's whistleblowers out there who actually worked on these programs. They're telling Congress behind the scenes they worked on these programs. But yet, Sean Kirkpatrick last week comes forward and says, "Oh, there's no credible evidence of uh, extraterrestrial craft." Uh, uh, Come on, this is absurd already. Let's get over this hump. Let's, we need to crack the lid on this thing already. Anyway, until next time.